Welcome to the Building Stronger Agents podcast, where we dive into what makes best agents, teams, and independent brokerages thrive. My name is Will Penny, and today I am completely honored to have Steve Williams in Florida. What part of Florida are you in, Steve? I'm in Northeast Florida, uh, the Jacksonville metro area. I live out at the beach, though. Steve has been in the business since 1979, and he got his broker's license in 1980, and he started his own brokerage in 2002. So, Steve, uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, I want to hear all about you. Um, it's uh, just a quick uh, 30 second swipe would be that uh, I was born and raised here in the Jacksonville metro area here at the beach. And after I finished school, I joined my father's uh, real estate company at the time in 1979 when I got my license. I remember training uh, while I was uh, back then, it took you about a, a you know, close to a year to get your real estate license because it was a much more uh, step-oriented kind of thing. And so I remember uh, selling encyclopedias door-to-door just to learn how to sell something, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> but I got my license. Uh, a year later, I got my broker's license. Uh, by the end of the 1980s, I started working for builders and developers and learned a, a very valuable uh, niche there and did that till about 2002 when I opened my brokerage, the Edgewater Companies. Excellent. And were you, when you opened your brokerage, were you still actively selling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've still been my main selling person, I guess, in my brokerage. I have uh, three other agents that are licensed with me. We're, uh, we've been together for a very long time. We've done a lot of uh, new home developments together where we provide the sales team and the infrastructure and, and everything for the sales and marketing. It's been very lucrative for us over all these years. So you do a lot of new construction then? Yeah, we do a lot of new construction. And of course, uh, now here recently, it's uh, gotten pretty thin. Uh, we're, right. It's just like a, a lot of other new uh, uh, new home builders and um, throughout the country, it's uh, the land has gotten tighter and more expensive. And, um, um, and so it's been an interesting ride here over the last uh, two and three years. So what have you done to segue? Like, what are you trying to do to adjust to that? Well, I think that's what uh, I had been watching EXP for since about 2017, 2018, realizing that change is inevitable. You can't stop change. And so what what wave do I want to ride next and get good at? And um, by the end of 2021, that's when I made the, the switch uh, to EXP and and really starting to get get into a deep dive with that and, and enjoying everything I'm learning and all the possibilities and potentials just unlimited. So you're um, back to your team. Um, we'll, we'll get to EXP a little later, but um, so you, you've got, it sounds like your team was a lot like mine. I had my own brokerage since 01 and uh, we had uh, have, we all came over, uh, four main agents, uh, all women. And then I have a closing coordinator, but I just chose to never, grow a brokerage and have to be um, like de- uh, dependent on or uh, accountable to, you know, a bunch of agents. I just didn't find, I, I figured I would, you know, selling homes was my strength and just supporting them to become successful. That's what I, and just like you, it, it was great. Yep, absolutely. So, and that's kind of what we've done. And um yeah. And what intrigued me um, again about EXP was I didn't necessarily have to bring them into my brokerage or, um, but they could be part of, uh, of my team. 
Um, and EXP provides all the infrastructure and, and background and uh, training that they would ever need to be successful with me uh, whenever they needed some, a mentor to talk to. So it just, just fit perfect like a glove. Yeah, that part's, uh, part's working out well. How, how are your agents doing? Are they, uh, like this year, 2022, what, give me an idea of what the market looks like in your area. Um, so it, f for a while now, we've been able to create kind of an auction effect on every property we've put up for sale by doing, uh, right. and, uh, but we, you, we and, you and every real estate agent in the United yeah. States. <laughs> well, what, what we try and do is just take all the doubt out of the buyer's minds by convincing the, the sellers to go ahead and have the home inspections done in advance and have uh, an appraisal done in advance, or at least a very advanced CMA done in advance so that. Um, the buyers can come with eyes wide open and, and put in their highest and best bid and it's worked beautifully. We've noticed since the summer that um, while inventory is still tight because interest rates have ticked up, they're getting a little more discriminating and being very more, uh, much more careful. So our other agents, um, because they've been in the same in this marketplace for a lot of years like me, um, they have their own good um, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, customer base that they've constantly uh, turned to for a steady stream of business, and that's that's been a, a good foundation to fall back on, kind of an insurance policy. Do you spend much money on leads? Nope, gave a, get, quit that about three or four years ago. Um, good for you. Yeah, I mean, I remember Zillow sucking me in for almost a year with uh, uh, with how much they were charging for their leads, but we, it's just not necessary. I spent money with Zillow three to four thousand a month since uh, two thousand ten until uh, last year, and it was a good run for till probably two thousand fifteen. But they just um, once they started competing with us, and then uh, it just the ROI got lower and lower and lower and it just, and the few, you know, it, it just didn't, it didn't make sense. So we finally dumped them last year. So most of your, so you've really taught your team members. You say it's you and three others. Yep. Three, I'm kind of like you. I have a, I have my harem. I have my three uh, top uh, female agents. They're really good at what they do. And um, I don't have to do much um, to, to, you know, just occasionally when they'll call me, uh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? But again, they're, they're, they've been in this marketplace a long time and built up a lot of friendships and a lot of uh, professional uh, clientele. So they've got somebody they can turn to. That's fantastic. Yeah, I imagine they, you provide a lot of value to them just being like the, their rock because it's, it's great to be an active real estate agent, but you always want someone who's better than you or knows more than you do uh, to keep you moving a lot of people like that anyway some people just like running solo on an island but a lot of people like having the support of a team leader like you know especially with someone with uh 43 years of experience that's and it sounds like you've stayed you've stayed relevant now are you still selling houses personally oh yeah i i'm um this might sound a little crude but <laughs> one of my favorite real estate closing attorneys um uh, had a, a phrase i've kind of adopted he's he's now retiring but uh, he, he, he always said, because he liked to develop real estate as well. And he always considered himself a deal junkie. And I just like uh, the thrill of putting deals together. So I'm a deal junkie. <laughs> that's what keeps yeah, me that's going. Not, that's not crude at all. You're just, uh, you're like the rest of us. So what have you, I mean, 
you've been in the business a really long time and, and agents, we're going to have all sorts of agents listening to this later, uh, all different levels of experience. But what have you done? Like in your mind, like what is your Superman quality that has kept you relevant for all of these years? Um, like what is it that you think that you, you go back to where even though you're doing these busy things day in and day out, there's got to be something that's kept you going, that's kept your business up. What do you think, if you were telling someone that's getting into the business now and they would like to have a career as long as yours, what is, like, what's really important? I'll tell you what's important to me is, and this, I learned this late in my career, I wish I learned it or understood it earlier, but it's, it's a focus in what you really want in, um, out of your life or in your life. Just think so of know something. Know what your why is. You know what your why is. It's exactly right. And, uh, and, and it's funny. I, I read this book when I was very young. I brought it out today. Think and Grow it's a Rich. Great book. And, um, and I'll, I'll turn to it and read stories out of that occasionally just to, to remember. Uh, but it keeps my focus. When you have your why, it keeps your focus and it makes it fun. You know, it's, it's, not, it's never ending. You should always... Um, um, you'll live a long life. You'll lead a, lead a healthy life. You'll be in, in, you'll be engaged. You'll, you'll max it out to, to the fullest. Uh, if you know what your why 100%. is, and if, if you know that, if you achieve that, why then stretch for a, a new why, a bigger why. And so that's, uh, that's got me through a lot of rough times. I have to tell you. What is your big why? Well, so I'm, I am living in my, the home I grew up in since 1969 and oh my it, ha goodness. it happens so your to your parents' be, house. It's my parents' <laughs> house, and it happens to be oceanfront. And, oh my goodness! And so I, uh, so it's, it's back. You can see it a little bit back in the background there. Wow. So, anyway, um, since my this home was built in 1947, so my big why is to um, is we've been slowly renovating it and updating it, and uh, because we do uh, we're we're fortunate we we haven't had the, the big hurricane hit us like some other people but you have to be cognizant of that each uh, th this time of year going through october sure um, but it's, it's a special special place it's a special special community and i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world so that's my big one is to have you've been married a long time right 33 years and how many kids do you have we, we married late in life, but we were fortunate. We did have a, a son. He's uh, 30 now, and he's, uh, he, he's incredible. He's, uh, he's in the financial, financial business world. And he just got married, didn't he? Got married in April. And, uh, I know you had, a big, you had a big hand in that. That's got to be part of your why. Your wife it, it, for the last uh, year and a half, that was certainly uh, kept, kept my focus as well. So we were able to throw a really, really fun party in Nashville for him and big, big wedding. And, and uh, so it's, it, it, it all makes it worthwhile. It, it enriches your heart and, and uh, it keeps you going. That's awesome. So um, like a guy like you had his own brokerage, uh, like you're still very active in, the real, in real estate. What is your typical day? Like what does a typical day work day look like in Steve's life? Still going on listing appointments? She's still working with buyers? Yep, still working with buyers. I remember, um, not that I wanted to, because I wanted to be on the beach over the 4th of July weekend, but I remember uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, Sunday, July 3rd, uh, had to show a client a home that uh, we'd found. We'd been looking for a year and immediately got our uh, 
purchase agreement in, got it all docu-signed and everything on the 4th of July. Of course, I, today's technology makes it possible. I just did it from right here and um, then went straight out. <laughs> so that's um, one of the one of the things we can do now that we couldn't when we were early on, we everything yeah. was face to face. Like for the, I got in in 88 and gosh, back then for the first 10 years of my career, I was having it like I sold 60 houses when I was 25 and every one of them was face to face, every meeting, every initial, every signature face to face. There was no other way to do it because people didn't have access to even a fax machine. They may have access to a fax machine at work, but you know, most sales are done in the evenings or on the weekends when people aren't working. And uh, we, if any day you sold a house, you weren't getting home till midnight by the yeah. time you went back and forth and ran it to the office and, made copies, took it back to them. People don't, uh, people that have only been in the business for the last 15 years, they, they can't even imagine having to, how nope. much that slows you down. Mm -hmm. But uh, my, my day is, um, uh, it's typically uh, get up, uh, focus on what I want to, um, what I'm, what my big why is, and then immediately hit the ground running and uh, trying to get a, um, an hour or, or more in phone calls done in the morning and, and, uh, and do an hour or more of phone calls in the, in the afternoon. And maybe some, uh, if some people didn't get, help, get hold of them, maybe in the evening, but that's all calling uh, my spheres of influence in my, in, my, um, in my top 150 to- You still do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you gotta stay in See? touch with your- you got to stay in touch with your top 150 because um, that's where your bread and butter is. That's how you get referrals. And all my, my business comes organically, practically. Yeah. I, but I still, because I like the thrill of it, I still will go out on for sale by owner appointments. So I'm calling for sale by owners out of Zillow and I have a certain way I approach them uh, from a spirit of giving and not from a spirit of taking. And Take um, a minute. I want to stop you because this is really important because a lot of agents don't prospect anymore. Give me the quick, give me, because I used to be very active with for sale by owners as well. For those that, for those agents that would like to be successful at talking with for sale by owner and you still do it, what's the best way in your opinion to approach a for sale by owner? Well, I just simply call them um, and um, I let them know uh, right up front that I'm a, a broker here on, in the beaches area. And, um, and I do, it's true. true I have, clients who are Chicago, the Northeast, Virginia, who would like to move here. And I say, look, I just want to, you know, your Zillow pictures look pretty good or they don't look good depending on what it is. I don't tell them that on the phone, but I really would love the opportunity to uh, just shoot a quick video with my phone and I will get back. Uh, I will send that video back to you that, so you can post it in video. If you just let me come over, I promise I'm not going to try and list your home. And also in return, I will give you a couple of neat tools that will help you um, sell your home yourself. And so that's how you open the door and you go in with a spirit of giving and you um, don't smell like commission. You don't have commission <laughs> breath on your, on your breath. That's and, very, very important to not have yeah. that. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the way I approach it. And I share a couple of four or five tools. Um, give us an uh, idea of what do those tools look like? Like so specifically what those tools are. Okay. So I have one sheet that's a, a list of other for sale by owner websites that they can post their, their home on other than Zillow. Everyone thinks Zillow is, is the end all. So I share, share them with that. 
and I, most of them are free still. And then I, I'll give them a printout, a one-line printout in MLS of what is sold in their neighborhood recently so that they can, if a buyer becomes interested and they try and test them on price, I'll go, you just show them this list and show them you've done your homework and they'll know you're, you're for real, you know what you're doing. Um, Fantastic. I'll, I'll give them an um, um, uh, estimated expense sheet. If, they're willing, if they tell me over the phone they're willing to pay 2% or 3% if I bring a buyer, and I'll work up an estimated expense sheet from the seller side so they can gauge their offers uh, and to understand what they're truly going to net. And um, then I'll share with them, I'll show them their, I'll go in with my laptop and I'll have their ad up on Zillow and I'll open up my laptop and I'll do the one tip I give them. I said, no. Uh, now, see that tab at the top says contact agent? This is why you're getting so many real, uh, real estate agents calling you because those buyers are, call, are tapping on that tab. They don't know to call you until they scroll way down to the bottom of your description. And so I teach, I teach them to take that, their phone number and just put it in the very first sentence of their description so that the buyer, buyers can see it and you'll get more buyers to call you. And so they That's start- really to, helpful. They start to open up and, and realize I'm not there trying to list their property, that I'm actually trying to help them. And so they- um, anyway, it opens their mind and, um, and, it, and I come from a spirit of, of help. And so when they do, most of the time they do get frustrated, they can't do it themselves. Then they'll come back to, they might call me, I'll stay in touch with them afterwards and, um, and just see how they're doing. So it, it works. I, I'll probably out of 10, 10 for sale by owner appointments, I'll probably list between two and three. Anyone listening to this, if you discard the rest of this uh, podcast, this interview, listen to that, what Steve just said five or six times, because it's gold. Thanks for sharing that, Steve. My pleasure. So now I want to talk to you. So you've had a very successful career. What kind of volume we, did you guys do last year? Or what do you typically do in a year? We've been typically between 30 and 40 million. Uh, last year, we did 43 million. Um, we're halfway to that wow. now. So, wow. That's yeah. So you guys are, uh, you guys are selling a lot of houses mm -hmm. and, and most of your business is still referral based because yeah. you're still making your phone calls. Still making the phone. Yeah. Because, um, no magic in it. Is there no <laughs> text? If you can't get hold of them, text is okay, but it's still not as good as a phone call. Phone call is going to be your number one. If you can get somebody on the phone just to check on, I mean, every, I have a, all my top 150. I know their birth dates. They get a birthday card every year. I, I put some scratch off lottery ticket cards in there. And I say, hope you win big on your birthday. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll send that out. And um, I'm constantly looking for new ideas to make sure I, I, I stay at top of mind with them constantly. So they usually get touches from me two to three times a month. Wow. It's a belly to belly business, man. People are trying to reinvent it. And it's about having conversations, staying top of mind, building it. No, like trust, you know, building trust and staying top of mind. And uh, you're gonna, you'll never have to worry about running out of business. If you, if you, and you're case in point, 43 years later, mm -hmm. and you're still excited about it. 
So yeah, I still love the business. I'd be bored out of my mind. I, I, I mean, physically, I wish I could still surf like I used to, but I, I'd probably spend more time surfing than I did selling real estate. But uh, awesome. anyway, so obviously, you've had a very successful career. Um, you said you've had highs and lows. We all have. Uh, you brought up EXP a little while ago, but why a guy like you has his own brokerage, all of the control of that brokerage, obviously profitable. You're doing well over a million dollars a year in commissions if you're doing $40 million in sales. What, what clicked with you that made you start thinking about EXP? The main thing was it provide, I've been looking for an avenue where I could cut back on how hard I worked and enjoy more of my lifestyle. And the only way I could do that was to start to build up a, a savings and a residual income through some avenue. And you don't want to distract from your what you do as your number one profession by getting involved in trading stocks or, or anything like that. So this was, I mean, it just, it clicked all the, checked all the boxes for me as far as have a chance to earn stock um, through uh, the, the number one growing real estate company um, in the world now, and to um, share a wonderful uh, platform with many benefits to other agents. Um, Including your team, right? Yeah, like my team, my team came aboard with me and to other agents out there. Um, and that would slowly over time build up a residual income. So I didn't have to always be out there um, you know, going, you know, sell, selling real estate on a 4th of July weekend. So not to get, um, make it about me, but you and I are like twins. I mean, I've got my, I had my brokerage since 01, a year before you, you were licensed 11 years before me or nine years before me. Um, we were going along great, loved our business. My team is amazing. I'd be nothing without them. Uh, although I still sell about 60 houses a year myself, uh, but the one thing that was going on in the back of my head is that I make a very good living now, but how much money do you have to save to spin off, you know, half of what you earn now? You, I mean, it's millions and millions and millions of dollars you'd have to have saved to spit off, you know, a six figure or multi six figure income when you retire. And uh, that is the hole in most successful real estate agents. Uh, world that they choose not to think about and they they that's why real estate agents don't retire they just they just die you know they they usually work until they're very they're old out. because they don't want to give up the business and they really can't give up the income no. and the the thing that clicked with you and also me was that exp because of the way that they are built and it took a long time for a guy like me to see it because i'm very analytical and i'm very um, cynical as well uh, but they built themselves not like the franchises, like not like any other. You'd never have a, a broker like you go to one of the other national companies. You'd feel like you were giving up. But EXP, right, doesn't, it didn't feel like that. No, they give back. But it doesn't feel like you're giving up on your brokerage and just going to another company. It, they, no, they, totally. absorb you, they absorb you and you still get to run your own brand and your own thing with all of their tools and power behind you that pushes you faster. And uh, the thing that I love is that my team, um, you know, my, my team is doing better because now they've got resources that they didn't have before. And um, 
training and everything else. But like you said, when, when a company can give you uh, two things because of the way they're built uh, and they're being cloud-based, they can give you, share, uh, you know, ownership in the company and then they can share the revenue with you if you choose to help them grow it um, is a pretty phenomenal thing for guys like us that would like to have a, you know, an end game. Uh, how's your team functioning now? What's the feedback that they've been giving you? They, um, you know, it's, it's grown on them over the spring and because of how many, I've had two weddings this spring, <laughs> they've had to, to reach wow. out to them. And um, so they, um, for help and support and it's always been there. They can pick up the phone um, or they can, you know, go to the campus, um, you know, virtually and get questions answered. Um, they're very responsive. They're there, it seems like 24 hours a day. Has your, have you seen any setbacks or other than the growing pains of doing anything new? I mean, you know, learning where the bathrooms are metaphorically, you know, whenever you start something new, you got to learn the new well, people and you've got to learn the paperwork and all of that. But other than that, other than that learning curve, um, how are you guys thriving uh, now that you're uh, with eXp Realty? Well, the, the, the game changer for us, I mean, we it was always difficult to compete with the national brands out there like Keller Williams and the ERAs and the Remaxes of the world. Um, they, some people would frown upon you because you weren't a household name, so to speak. Well, now that you're showing that you're powered by EXP, that name and that brand is gaining traction so fast. It's exponential how fast it's gaining ground. It gives us name rec recognition. And people will take us uh, more seriously as, as a group that knows what they're doing and not somebody they've never heard of before. Yeah, I've found that to be the case. Although with my small brokerage where I am, we're not, we're not as densely populated as probably where you are, you know, in Ohio. Um, and we've got about 8,000 agents, I think, in Northeast Ohio. And we've got a really big independent and Keller Williams is still um, quite large. But uh, EXP is growing so rapidly here. I think they said that there's like as of this, uh, as of today, this conversation, there's about 300 agents onboarding the EXP um, in Ohio. So uh, it's a lot. But I, the biggest thing for me, I wasn't really worried about the brand because my ego was so tied up in penny real estate. You know, I thought it was the best thing ever and I kept it relevant just like you did. But just having, uh, I was always worried about uh, as a broker owner, well, my wife's the broker. I was, you know, I was, I'm not a broker. She is. Um, but anyway, I was always concerned that like behind the scenes, who's having conversations with my people about, you know, better deals and better commission splits. And when I approached my team, uh, it was very, uh, it was very interesting because every one of them had been approached by an EXP agent. And so when I actually said to them, this is what I would like to do as long as you guys are supporting me because I wasn't going to do anything without their support um, because they mean everything. I mean, they, they really mean everything to me, my, uh, the, my team members, because um, it's not the Will Penny show in my world any more than it is the Steve Williams show in your world. So I had to make sure that they were on board, but they were so excited, like more excited than I wanted them to be. <laughs> you know, because I wanted to say, no, Penny Real Estate's the best. Please don't go. They didn't do that. They were they were pretty excited to uh, to make the jump. And now they're, you know, they're all getting stock in their Morgan Stanley account and they're all, you know, 
They all have hope that they can grow a residual income as well. They have the same opportunities that we have. And uh, that that's a beautiful thing for me. Yep. So Absolutely. listen, man, um, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your Friday to, uh, to speak to me. Um, you've given us so much good, good knowledge. And uh, I really appreciate your coming on. So uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for the invite, Will. And I wish everyone out there the best of luck. And yes, do give EXP a hard look at it if you haven't done so yet. Yeah, I appreciate that. You have a great day, Steve. You too, Will. Talk to you soon. All right.